1: Welcome back, episode 219, 219 of the What Up Bill <laughs> podcast.
0: That's an interesting correction.
1: <laughs> 219, two
0: 219. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we're uh,
1: approaching. Uh, is, it a, is it an area code or a podcast episode? Right, exactly. We're in the 219, this,
0: 219. What is
1: 219? I'm curious what that area code is. Uh, Me too. Uh,
0: like, uh, is it a really cool place? Is it a really whack place?
1: <laughs> Alright, I'm looking it up now and then I'll see what 219 is. Chicago. Is, dun, dun,
0: dun. Oh, oh, yeah. Northwest Indiana. Including Northwest the state Indiana. The north of Chicago. But Chicago's okay. not even in Indiana.
1: No, like, I need to see like a map.
0: Okay, that map didn't do much for me. Yeah. Oh, know. oh. Anyway. Gary, Gary, Indiana, the hometown of Michael Jackson, includes yeah. uh is Erico two one nine
1: oh, included oh, in there. Cool. That's a uh, partly famous then, not famous, not partially.
0: Yeah. yeah, I was like, no, you, you, okay. can, you can, you can scratch part, partly. Yeah,
1: you yeah. can scratch partly. That's famous, famous Erico. code Although
0: yeah, yeah. I ain't never
1: heard I ain't never hear none of Jackson shout out <laughs> two one nine any of their fucking
0: uh, albums. <laughs> I was just about to say that. Like I ain't never heard them shout it out though. <laughs>
1: ABC. <laughs> Shout out to the two one nine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it never hurts. I wonder when it's shouting out like area codes become like one of those things to do. <clears throat> I don't know. Like, I mean, I mean, I. I guess we don't pay. It. You wouldn't really pay attention to them if it's not really yours. You don't give a fuck. But. I just don't know. I don't really recall that being really popular. I mean, I remember it happening, but I just don't recall when it just started happening. I'm sure it it wasn't, you know, one of those like 2000s things. I would assume it happened before
0: that. I feel like I can't really remember a time when we didn't call Detroit the 313. Like, I feel like that's always existed. I don't
1: know. I don't recall. I guess I I don't recall a lot, obviously. Um, But I don't recall... Early nineties, people do, saying three 3-1, one, like three one three, like, like, like pre Eight Mile the
0: movie. Well, uh, well, Eight Mile had, and, and granted, maybe that's not true to the times, but Eight Mile had Eminem rapping in the nineties, saying three one three, because the well, movie takes place in the nineties, right? Correct, so, right, right, right. Um,
1: so based maybe on the even movie maybe even late
0: eighties. And- so like 80s if, early 90s. If the movie is actually to true to
1: true to right that they were. So, okay, maybe so.
0: Yeah, it's a possibility. But I know I didn't hear it aside from us I don't really remember it popping off until the uh to the ludicrous song. Yeah, that
1: that was, that was the next point I'm going to say. Like, what's what's New York's area code? Mm. <laughs> I have no idea
0: cuz I don't think they do it. <laughs> <clears throat> but they, they probably got like they probably got several. Uh and then I mean only the
1: like the famous area codes is what 213. That's okay. not even no, is that an area code for Cali?
0: Yeah, yeah it's uh, Long Beach, I think. Long Beach. And uh 305 for Miami. Mm-hmm. Um that's all I could think of. Atlanta is four oh four. Okay. Like I think a 404 isn't that like an internet error? <laughs> like 404 page that, that not is, found. That is <laughs> isn't error? that a that thing?
1: Yeah, it definitely is an error. Oh,
0: is page an error. not found ass area code.
1: And I and it, even before like the ludicrous and shit, I just knew it because my my relative lived in Atlanta, so I knew whenever I saw a 404 area code, that was them calling. But then you know, of course, Ludacris had his
0: many of women's in different areas. When you say women's like uh that one dude, <laughs> the one uh, oh, the, I'm uh, not gay no more. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm uh, not gay no more. <laughs> I, I like I like women's. <laughs> women's. Like nah, dog. <laughs> it, it, it's cool. What
1: you do, what you do, but women's is not in that equation. <laughs> mm.
0: Yeah, oh, I can't what think of any start? other air Yeah,
1: where you want to start today? Uh, it's been a it's been a tiring fucking week um but I don't so okay I guess i'll <clears throat> I'll start with just a couple of things before we get into random topics doing a renovation and it is really eye-opening how stressful it really can get like we've watched all the shows and you know and they I guess with TV it's like they're doing it and then like two commercials later the fucking shit is done. And it doesn't really recap the whole week of bullshit you go through. <laughs> like, I'm in that bullshit we go through. Like, oh, man, just costs, costs. And, and I am and I watch too much TV to to not get certain shit, right? Like, they always say bank for 10, 20% of labor costs because it's going to be shit you find. Of course, it's shit. We find plumbing's fucked up, all kind of shit. So replacing a lot of plumbing, a lot of sh- shit. You know, our kitchen is right next to the bathroom, and we have like a spice cabinet that's on that same wall. Well, the back of the
0: spice it cabinet, load bearing spice cabinet.
1: <laughs> luckily, it wasn't lo- nothing load bearing related. But the back wall of the spice cabinet was the back of the bathroom wall. So as we were like, tearing out all thing? of the drywall, yes. As we're tearing oh, out all the drywall, fucking the back of the wall starts flying in the kitchen and shit.
0: <laughs> the fucking paprika starts falling into the fucking bathroom sink. <laughs>
1: so my wife is in the... I, I, I had left to go to... Uh, where did I go? Home Depot or some shit. And, uh... She called... She, I called her she's like, hey, I gotta call you back, call you back. So she hangs up all briefly. like, what the fuck? She sends me a picture and it's a big-ass hole in the fucking spice cabinet, uh uh <laughs> shelf. I'm like what the fuck? But yeah, so they didn't even it didn't even use a spacer between that shit. They use the exact same drywall that they put up in the barathon and that's just the back of the fucking that's spice Crazy.
0: Dog. I'm like what
1: the fuck, dude? And then so my oh my wife got like my, <laughs> my right. <laughs> my my Himalayan salt out on the ground and shit like, man, this is a bullshit and so yeah, so just weird shit like that, man. So it's it's interesting, but um, I'm just ready for it to be over. Um, we're scheduled to potentially be uh, finished by Sunday.
0: I doubt it, but I hope so. So we'll see. I have one more bad joke. Mm-hmm. Talk about wasting time. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, I So one of my some, uh, Bad jokes one of my co-workers Come up and he just started telling Some stupid ass bad jokes Like and I, I At some point I after he said the second one I was like I'm going back to work um, It was nice talking to you and I just Turned around
0: <laughs> You know the he joke said, is bad you're like yeah I'm gonna go ahead and punch back in And just <laughs> get back to my slave Labor <laughs> man this motherfucker
1: said Something to the effect of I don't even remember the whole Joke I just remember something like his kid was uh uh was born without eyelids, and so since he was uncircumcised, they took the skin off of there and put him on his eyelid on his eyes. But now he's cockeyed, and I'm like, dog, what the okay. fuck, dude? <laughs> like, okay. leave me alone. Yeah, I was like, leave me alone. I'm going back to work. I put my headphones in, my earbuds in, and I just turned back to my desk. Like, dude, really? Mm. Hmm. Speaking of work, uh, and this is so random. I, I forgot to add this on the notes, but I really need to add on notes because it wasn't much. It was just a random tidbit. So Monday, we at work, and one of the um higher ups like, "Cool, we got a guest in the um conference room. We want y'all to meet." Where you going there? It's the fucking uh, Republican that's running for Senate, the black guy, John James. Oh,
0: that motherfucker!
1: Yeah, it was so fucking random, dog so fucking random. I have no idea why. I think my the owner is a like a supporter of him and shit. <clears throat> and so that's why he was there, but I was just like this is so fucking random. Uh so before he comes in, the owner has all these uh John James for a Senate hat and he's asking people do they want him and passing around looking like like uh no, I don't want that bullshit cuz I just don't want it. I don't even know this dude, but I'm pretty sure he's a dick. Um <laughs> He comes in and talk. He seems like a a, okay. He seems like, uh, what's the dad uh, on uh, the boondocks? Tom the boy,
0: Tom the boy. Oh, yeah, 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 Tom. Yeah, he see, he he kind (laughs) of looks like him too. Uh, (laughs) yeah, he actually kind of like a slightly darker version. Yeah,
1: yeah, a little little fuller in the face and shit. Uh, but he so he's well the one thing I was, was was uh interesting, he was actually young. He's between our age. Or he actually he graduated in ninety nine. Oh wow. Um from from Brother Rice. I didn't know he was really local like that. But hmm. yeah. That was totally random. Didn't mean much. Um I'm probably I mean, I don't think Debbie Stabenow is like the most Awesome person in the world for Senate, but I don't know if I'm I don't think it'd be voted for some random black Democrat Republican though, so
0: definitely not.
1: Anyways, uh, do we want to keep with politics or do you want to go somewhere else with this?
0: Um, let me talk about my um, what I experienced with my child, uh, oh, not shit. So long ago. yeah, <laughs> so um, which child. Uh, Victoria, my uh, three-year-old.
1: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: so she watches uh, YouTube videos a lot. Uh, and a lot is an understatement. Um, and um, there's a whole there's a whole world of YouTube that is full of videos for uh, infants, toddlers, etc. That is the biggest money-making thing that you can possibly do. And they fucking get Like, the one dude, there's been mad articles about him. This one kid who made, like, 25 mil or some shit off of his fucking YouTube videos. But I'm not going to go into that. That's neither here nor there. Um, Victoria watches uh, these videos all the time. So I'm going back and forth. And um, this is after we got home, like, from work today. I'm going back and forth, uh, like, bringing stuff in the house. Like, just, you know, bringing shit out the car because we take a lot of stuff to work and whatnot um taking things to the kitchen cleaning up a little bit and i hear her watching the video and it's like peekaboo peekaboo and i'm like peekaboo isn't the shit peekaboo 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 sound racist to me like
1: <laughs> pick-a-boo.
0: like peekaboo like you know how they used to call black people spooks <laughs> like peekaboo sound like a slave auction like pick a spook like boo." Like, Peekaboo, that's not racist. It's Peekaboo, right? And I'm like, the only only entity that would think that Peekaboo is Peekaboo is niggas. So I'm like, man, she better not be watching no niggas video. Like, most of the videos be like white folks, Asian folks, and that's pretty much it. Most of them kids videos. I don't think I've ever seen one with black folks in it. And I heard peekaboo and I was like, mm, this don't sound like black folks. It sound like niggas. And like, I got start to walk over. Cause I'm like, I heard, I'm like, "Is peekaboo, right? I'm like, this can't be right. So I start to walk over and I hear, um, <coughs> I hear, where is uh Gaga baby or something like that? Some stupid ass name. And they're like, is he in the store? No. Is he in the, I, I can't remember all the places. Is he in the bathroom? No. Is he in the library? No. I'm like, I know I didn't just hear li- library and Liber- like, li- like, like no, library. Like, yes. Like the way niggas <laughs> say it, not a Yes. Library. And I'm like, no, nah, no, nah, I didn't hear that shit. So I look and the number one, yes, it's some black folks. And then I grabbed it and I hit like, you know, how something said a thing where you can hit the button and it like automatically goes back 15 seconds. Mm-hmm. I was like <laughs> 15 seconds and I ran it back. She sure enough. Is he in the library? I'm like, okay, no, turn this shit off. You can't watch this. Like I'm not gonna allow nigga YouTube videos in this household. Like, no, no.
1: I'm that's not gonna wild as hell. And they, did, did they have a a, a big viewership?
0: I, as I, far as I, like... I didn't look at it long enough to find out.
1: <laughs> like, I have wow. no idea. That's trash saw... as hell, though.
0: Yeah, and and they had some decent special effects. Like, so when I picked it up and I wound it back, obviously mm-hmm. that that 15 seconds or so played, and I'm looking at it and I'm like, they actually have decent special effects. I'm like. Damn, too bad they dumbass niggas. Like, I can't, I can't have That's this in my, my house. Hell, That's crazy. <laughs> Having my hell. kids talking about peekaboo. I swear to God, dog, I feel like if I Google peekaboo, I'd find like some Wikipedia article that like peekaboo is a spinoff from pickaboo when white people used to pick slaves, and boo is, <laughs> boo is another term for spook, which is a racist term for black people. <laughs> like, I, like, I built this whole scenario in my head where peekaboo is just like some racist shit. And it evolved into peak, the, what we now know as Peekaboo.
1: You might just put it in Wikipedia, and then it's just going to work anyway. <laughs> if that wasn't <laughs> it, it is now. So, was your daughter upset that she couldn't watch that actual video, or is she good?
0: No, no, I didn't. I didn't really fuck with it that much. I was like, yeah, let's just watch something else. Like it wasn't a big deal. Like she usually watches the same uh, YouTube channels all the time. So she don't watch that one that much. So I can just be like, "Yeah, let's watch this one," and she'll she'll be fine.
1: My nephew had uh, a a thing with uh, watching. He's he's infatuated with trains. But then he had this thing where he was watching fucking train crashes and shit. Like not cartoons, but just. Real train crashes. I'm like, what the fuck do you get out of well to say that, but I'm thinking like, what the fuck do you get out of this shit? And she's like, I just like seeing them hit each other. And I'm like, nah, dog. let's find some other shit. This is just turning too deranged for me. Like you just watching trains just crash and burn and shit. Like this is this is not what we're gonna do today. <laughs> and I'm like, oh. I don't know. I mean, it's not I mean you see de- demolition shit all the time, but I just like, I don't know. I just feel like there's something. Odd about him just watching trains crash and shit. Like most of these are like passenger trains, so it's like people die. I mean, this is like real life fucking crashes and shit. And I'm just like, eh, this just don't seem right. So got him off of that shit. <sighs> um. So, uh, Bernie won New Hampshire.
0: Uh, indeed, he did. Uh. By the skin of his false teeth. <laughs> he did. So
1: who, who was second?
0: Pete, the booty judge. A very, very close second. After he oh. very, very, very narrowly won Iowa after like a week.
1: <laughs> so is this, the, act that, is oh. this
0: the beginning okay.
1: of the end of uh, Biden? I think so,
0: but... Biden is under the impression that we black folks are gonna help him out. So, um, the next state is Nevada, and then after that is South Carolina. Um, he basically Biden is putting all of his chips in the South Carolina hat. Um, he, I don't know how this played out, just because like the nature of work has been even crazier than. Um, you and I have discussed over the course of the past couple of years Um, this week at work has been bananas so I haven't really um, had time to keep up with it but I heard that um, he actually like dipped out from New Hampshire early last night when he saw that he was about to take another huge L and went straight to South Carolina and I guess just plans on hanging out there for like two weeks (laughs) and trying to just build up the black folks but um Apparently, somebody from his campaign said, "Like, no, no, he's still in New Hampshire." So, um I haven't had any time to look into it and confirm or deny whether or not he stayed or not. But you um, had to buy
1: a lot of Popeye chicken that went over them black folks. Boy,
0: well, I mean, apparently, he polls really well in the black community. Um, despite <laughs> despite my numerous Facebook posts, <laughs> black people still I don't, I don't, support him. I don't, I
1: don't. I don't think they're reading your Facebook post, but I guess uh, not.
0: I thought I thought I, all I thought all black people had access to my Facebook, but I guess not. But <laughs> is it is it,
1: it? This is really frustrating, so I'm just trying to get a good an understanding. And of course I don't expect you to answer, but I'm really curious. Is Biden's past ties with Obama his, his basic selling point, unspoken selling point to blacks?
0: Uh yes, <laughs> <laughs> oh that, that's, man, hundred percent. That's hundred percent. It black folks aren't looking at it any more deeply than I saw him next to Obama for eight years. That's it. That's it. There's he's done. He's done absolutely nothing to lead people to believe that he is somehow some uh, savior for the black community, and all the time in his little stump speeches he loves to go oh uh, yeah my buddy barack yeah my pal barack like he loves to name drop like he's fucking uh the game and shit <laughs> he loves to name drop except he only drops the one name but <laughs> uh, yeah he's he's relying heavily on that uh black folks who are uh, are generally not into politics not really paying close attention and don't look at all below the surface are probably just like Yep, I remember him from being next to Obama for eight years. Roll with it. Meanwhile, this motherfucker's calling people lying dog face pony soldiers, whatever the fuck that means. What (laughs) what, what happened with that? I don't know. He just said it. I don't know. I don't know what it means. I don't know where it came from. Apparently, he claims it's a term from some movie or something, but I don't think anyone's ever been able to verify that. (laughs) But this woman was like, Basically it was like um, it looks like you had a bad showing in Iowa. How do you how do you expect, how do you expect us to believe that you are the person to uh that can uh beat Trump, you know, in, in a general election. And he said something like uh yeah, you know, I, I've I've been in a Democratic caucus. Uh ha, have you been to a caucus? And she like nodded her head like yeah. He was like, "You're a lion, dog face pony soldier." <laughs> like, wait, what?" Bruh. Like, like all of those words individually mean something, but lying, okay, yeah, lie, that makes sense. Dog faced, yeah, I mean that's not something you say to a to a voter. You don't call him dog faced, but at least it makes sense. Like, hey, you could be ugly, you can be dog faced, but what the fuck is pony soldier?
1: Like, pony soldier, uh, I don't even. Yeah, know. I, I,
0: I I don't, I don't know what that means. Was it a know, black woman, white woman? It was a white woman. So
1: yeah, he's, uh... I see. Yeah, so. Speaking of people pandering, black people, I seen a Bloomberg uh, advertisement, and he had like pictures from him and with him and Barack from like 08 and shit. Like, you had to really go back to find these pictures of you you with with black people and shit. His whole thing is fucking whack. It's terrible, and I can't see a fucking black if I if any. I I think we're we have the right to disown any black people that remotely favors Bloomberg in any shape or fashion.
0: (laughs) Bloomberg has no chance. I don't even know why he's still participating. I hear he has an office here. Really? Mm -hmm.
1: (laughs) So on Twitter said they saw office uh, a small office on South. On is near Seven Mile, like in the city.
0: Damn. But yeah, I don't. No, uh, I don't know. I don't know why. Because uh, all the black people like, there's people who are like, yeah, uh, Bloomberg, 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 and all black people say is, yeah, that's that stopping frisk nigga from New York pass. And that's I mean, it. shit. That's basically it. That's all you really need. <laughs> And so
1: what I what I did learn today though is that uh, although he was not the originator, the creator of stopping Frisk, but he basically he made it extra strength. <laughs> he was like, We just go, we're gonna take this up a few, few notches and we're gonna keep it going. Um, so yeah, fuck him, dog. I just wonder why he why he even decided wanna get into the fucking race.
0: I I couldn't even tell you. I don't know. I think that he just thought like I got enough money, I can buy myself in and buy myself a win. And you can definitely buy yourself in, but you can't buy yourself a win.
1: Uh, You can definitely buy yourself in. That's damn for sure. Um, shout out to Ross Perot. I I, remember, I don't even know what businesses he was in do you remember any of the businesses he did I just know he was a fucking like was he a billionaire or just a millionaire
0: I think he was a billionaire and there was something that he did that I think I saw like a documentary and I was like oh I know about that but I can't remember what it is now though
1: mm, okay yeah I don't even remember the fuck either. I just remember him being a, the billionaire fucking person that there wasn't really a political person um, and then he just died recently like in the last year or something or maybe two. I could be. Ross Perot. Up. Yeah.
0: I don't know. Maybe I don't remember. Uh, honestly. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, hmm. I'm gonna Google it because I'm curious. Uh, that feels vaguely familiar. It had to be in the last year, though.
1: I feel like it's. It had to be. I'm, I'm, I feel like it was 19 when he died. <laughs> yep, July 9th,
0: 2019. Yep. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I feel like it was w- recent that he passed. Yeah, I'm horrible with remembering folks, some folks' death, because like I remember it in the moment, but if it comes up later, I'm just like, yeah, I don't remember that. And then like the best example is the fucking um, when they do the in memoriam things on award shows. There's always people where I'm just like, oh yeah, that person did die last year.
1: Uh, speaking of, of, of memorials and memoriams, I guess and so forth. People were mad because the Oscars didn't give a tribute to uh, what was the dude from 90210?
0: Oh, Luke Perry. Luke Perry. Yeah. So, yeah, I, pe- I I heard that they released a statement for why they left him and like two other people out, but I I I, I didn't get a chance to see it, so I don't know what they said. I can't imagine. I, I mean, what that granted,
1: would be. I mean, granted, there's there's a uh, it's a good gesture. To, to mention the people who've passed. They do it every fucking year or whatever. And I and I feel confident they miss somebody every fucking year. Like is that the thing when I when my when when they die, people are looking forward to seeing the the, the black and white faded picture of this dead person on the screen. <laughs> and then that's it. Like it's 3 seconds, dog. It's it's that's it. Like why yeah. do you give a fuck? It's... uh <clears throat> um and other uh deceased people news, uh I, I just read that uh uh Kobe and his daughter's uh funeral was last Friday.
0: No, 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 they, they got laid to rest last Friday, but like there the there's actually a service that's happening, I think, sometime later.
1: Oh okay. I mean that's a good clarification because yeah. I really didn't read it all. I was gonna say if it did good for them, like some shit is just private and don't have to be fucking public and everything. And granted, they, he was, you know, a huge fucking, you know, notable star by all means. Um, yeah. I was like, oh, cool. They, they did their stuff personal and that was that. But okay.
0: Got you. I'm, I'm pretty sure. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to fact check it right now. But I'm pretty sure like they had a private ceremony, but there's something public that's supposed to happen. Yeah. There's a public memorial service on the 24th at Staples.
1: Uh,
0: he yeah, said so too. Be, I was yeah, like,
1: people are probably waiting for this big ass server that's Staples Center. I mean, what other place would it really be though? So
0: yeah. So still, still twelve days away apparently. Um, oh, okay. <clears throat> I still a, can't get over that shit, dog. I'm still just like, like when I read that, like, oh yeah, they were laid to rest. I'm like, man, this nigga really dead, dog. Like, <laughs> like I, can't uh, expect to to, I can't
1: keep expecting this. It expecting to be fake. Like, not be fake. But like... Keep, it still yeah. keeps hitting me, dog. Like I. so I've muted most Kobe related stuff from Twitter just because I'm on Twitter all the time and I just can't take it all the time so I haven't seen nothing about Twitter on I mean about Kobe on Twitter in about a week or a week and a half or so but I see random shit on Facebook and stuff Um, of course I couldn't escape Gail King's interview so I keep seeing shit about that well it's kind of died down now but
0: uh, yeah, I that, actually, yeah. I, I actually haven't watched that. I have. Like, I'm aware either. of like I've, I've awa- I'm aware of the clips that pissed everybody off, but I haven't actually watched the. Uh, nah, uh, I I, don't,
1: I just didn't. I, I'm just kind of. I can't. I can't really do uh, interviews like that right now. Um, I know it's a longer interview than just a snippet that they show with her and uh, Lisa Leslie, uh, which I think that's the part that everybody's fucked up on or the people who are pissed about it. And I don't think they have, they've actually read the rest. I mean, or seen the rest of the interview, uh, but nah, I don't, I don't, I still didn't watch, full, uh, like I say, Shaq's full thing when it happened. Uh, no, I just can't. I'm, I'm good right now.
0: I just don't want to put myself
1: in a purposely sad place.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I get it. Uh, I usually don't get it, but I get it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just, I'm like, um, yeah. Oh, and I just seen something that says Snoop
1: apologized to Gayle King.
0: Yeah, I think I heard that. And I think uh, I heard that on the radio. I think it was this morning or yesterday morning. And what made me laugh about it was that it said that he said something like, um, I, I, "I," and to be clear, I haven't heard his original thing that pissed everybody off. I know he said something about her uh I think he
1: called her like a redhead, bitch. Or, I'm 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 yeah he, I'm really he,
0: he called her paraphrasing something.
1: something. He called her some wild shit. I he called her some
0: that. wild shit, but then there were people there saying that like he made a sign he was threatening her, like he was gonna beat her up or something. And then um they said on the radio yeah, Snoop been calling he, these dude,
1: bitches ain't shit but holes and tricks for years. <laughs> he ain't beat no chicks up yet. At least now we know <laughs> of.
0: Well, yeah, I mean I haven't heard what he said, but like they said that in the apology. He tried to make it sound like he uh, didn't threaten her at all, but the radio people were like, "Nah, that, that sounded like a threat." So like I haven't I haven't heard what he said, but like you said, it could be one of those things where like they're making typical Snoop talk sound like it's something like he's actually issuing threats that he's actually gonna follow through on, but um, Snoop saying stuff like "I'll smack a bitch" is not. Uh, it's not grounds to assume that he will literally find Gail King and smack her so like, i i don't yeah, know like, what to say like but.
1: like do you, do you, do you uh, uh, can you imagine just a public feature, figure like Snoop like paying some people to go find Gail. like she's coming out of the, the news studios, <laughs> and a bunch of motherfuckers with red rags—I mean blue rags—come up and just start beating the shit out of her. Like, I, come I, on I like now. how
0: you corrected the color. Like, oh yeah, I mean, nev- yeah, yeah. I gotta never, make sure it's the Never right color. Is true. Yeah, yeah. Never raps. never gonna be.
1: Well, Snoop Reps, are gonna be blue rags everywhere and shit. You know, what I'm saying <laughs> gang, gang. But uh, <laughs> but yeah. So yeah, I don't. Um, I don't. I didn't ever see that happening either. But you know what? What? What I thought was interesting about. Uh, and it's not what, what Gail said, Gail King said, but there's a lot of people who are in media who were saying that you know, and I think even, yeah, there's a bunch of folks, and they were talking about how you know she did she as a reporter, she she's supposed to ask the tough questions and blah blah blah. So, yeah, a lot of people who were media pro media really pushing that you know, uh, that that reasoning. My thing is cool you want to be the person that asks those tough questions be that person but you can't control how the fuck people respond to that shit so if you want to get pissed off because of people responding but you had a choice to you had a you made a a, a conscious choice to to ask those questions you go catch whatever you catch from it shit that's on you like do you feel that you would you would catch a wrath from your fellow media colleagues that you didn't ask the question worse then all of the people who wanted your head on the fucking platter like which one you go choose and you chose the 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 public so whatever happens happens but you know this whole media integrity bullshit and having to ask the tough questions i mean hell you can ask whatever you want but you can't you can't expect people to have the uh, the reaction you want them to have and shit so whatever
0: i also think that the whole thing about the media asking the tough questions i think those people are Um, being intellectually dishonest, they understand that there are some things that maybe this just isn't a good time to ask. And there's no way you could take somebody who was beloved as Kobe and be like, yeah, so how you feel about that rape though? And then when people get mad, go, I'm just doing my job. Like, okay, you knew what you were doing when you asked the shit. So like, like you said, yes, it is, it, you know, it is their job to ask tough questions And yes, that is a part of his legacy that he can't escape. Like, that shit happened. There was a whole situation with him uh, buying his wife that giant ring and apologizing on TV. All this kind of shit. All that shit happened. Yes, it's valid. And yes, it's something that people are going to have to come to grips with when reflecting on his legacy. But do you need to press somebody about that question uh, however many days after after he tragically died like no you don't have to so like you said you chose to do that um so if if that's what you chose to do take that l when people come at you but don't act like i don't understand why people are mad you knew what you were doing when you asked those questions you could have not asked but you knew that was a popping ass question that was going to get people talking so when people come at you hard don't, be, uh, don't have Oprah going, oh, man, Gail is so upset. She's crying. Gail knew what the fuck she was doing when she asked that question. So don't tell me she's crying because people mm-hmm. are coming at her. You knew what you were doing. You knew it was going to yeah. get you clicks. You know it was going to get you views. So don't play stupid either. Like, you're a media person. You knew what you were doing. So don't just be like, oh, well, that was, that's what we got to do. That's our job. Like, we have to ask the tough questions. Oh, now everybody's mad at me for doing my job. Like, no, you're being fake. You knew this was going to happen. Now yeah. it went more left than you expected, and now you don't like where it went. But don't play just, dumb like you didn't I know it was going to go I left. Mean, I,
1: I feel like Gail King is probably a smart woman, and I just don't. I just don't see her believing that this would have went any other way.
0: Yeah, no, I, I don't either. But I think <laughs> I don't see I it. I think no. it was probably just like I think it was one of those things where like I know if I ask Lisa Leslie these questions, that shit's gonna. That shit's going to get clicks and it's going to get views and yada, yada, yada. And then it went way worse than she thought it was going to go. And now that's what that's what I don't like is when you purposefully do something and then you don't get the response that you thought. And then you want to pretend like you didn't understand, like, oh, I don't, I was just doing my job. I don't see why people are so mad at me. Like, oh, oh man, that Oprah's on TV. Oh, she's crying and she's inconsolable. She really, oh, this is so horrible. Really what happened? She, like, you know, really
1: pulled the, the inconsol- <laughs> <laughs> My bad, She really pulled the inconsolable white woman thing. The white woman overreacts, then gets mad when somebody comes at her. Like that's what she pulled.
0: Yeah, and like, there, like, there's no way, like, that you didn't know that that was going to cause people to turn up and you did it on purpose because you knew it was going to cause people to turn up there is no obligation on her to ask to press Lisa Leslie on Kobe's rape charges so soon after his death like give you know give that shit I don't, I don't know what the proper amount of time is I know a fucking few days or a week ain't enough but like people are still having trouble coming to grips with it now and it's probably been, I don't know, what, nearly three weeks? Like, so, two months? Yeah, maybe you can be like, so, hey, we need to have a discussion on, like, hey, how do you feel about how his rape shit impacts his legacy? And once people aren't feeling any way emotionally about it anymore, they can have rational, logical discussions about it. But when people are still emotional and you're trying to talk about that kind of shit, like, no, you knew you knew what you were doing. Don't be fake. Like, oh man, I don't understand the backlash. No, the backlash went worse than you thought and now you are paying for it. But you knew what you were doing when you did it. All these media folks, they out here for the views, they out here for the clicks, they're out here for the sales, whatever the fuck it is that's gonna get them that money. And you know if you talk to Lisa Leslie about his rape charges, people don't fucking talk I, about I don't it. even get why to even ask
1: Lisa Leslie. Like, I mean I know I don't know her relationship with Kobe, <laughs> but I just I didn't get that part. Um, but then again, I didn't watch the whole interview, so I re- I don't have a a fully invested uh opinion because I don't have that but yeah well, I always
0: associate her with the Lakers because she played on the L. Oh yeah 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 NBA for sure. Did, yeah I, but I mean a lot of women
1: played on the uh on the W on the Lakers but I didn't well, know she's if they also had the any.
0: most famous He's also the most probably the well, most yeah. famous WNBA player like ever. So
1: yeah. yeah fair. Yeah. Yeah so I'm like nah
0: and I don't know I think I you know I
1: always you know I go back to uh like Marshawn Lynch, and when he didn't give a fuck about, he didn't want to talk to anybody, and media just kept pushing him and t- pushing him, and they were using the whole, you know, it's my job to ask questions and shit. And y'all clearly know this man they didn't want to talk to y'all, but y'all still want to keep fucking with him and shit. You know, like, yeah, I I think my disdain for media uh, kind of peaked at when the whole era of Marshawn Lynch and him not wanting to talk and they wanted him to talk and shit and that just that shit that shit used to really piss me the fuck off dog. like <laughs> I started to feel the anger of how mad I used to be like like it is just, just another thing to fuck with black men and shit like I was just really angry about that shit like why do y'all keep trying to talk to this motherfucker who clearly don't want to talk to y'all and then get mad with everybody else when they ask you why you asking questions <laughs> like, that shit used to bug the shit out of me man but yeah so so I'll probably watch the video. It's a little short video. I've seen uh, uh, someone just retweeted a Snoop. I'll watch that later. Um, so two good topics we got uh, for those of you all who have been catching up on things in the last, uh, I guess, couple of weeks or whatever. Oh, well, this weekend, the UFC, we could talk about that. Or I just watched the Joker movie, so we could talk about that as well. Uh, which one you want to get into first?
0: How about we do both? Okay. We start to
1: start with one. Uh, Let's we'll start with the Joker.
0: Uh, okay.
1: Um, so I just watched Monday. You watched a while back or whatever, or a few weeks or whatever. Um, so I'm going to get my, my first thoughts. Is, so my first thoughts is that, so I watched from a weird perspective of just watching a person and just the things they were going through. And get through the movie like, man, this is like a depressing ass fucking movie. Like he was really fucked up. So I watched the whole movie with that in mind. So the end of the movie, I'm just thinking about shit. I was tweeting about some shit, and then it didn't it didn't uh, hit me to look through this as like a backstory to. Now this sounds stupid as fuck, but it didn't <laughs> it didn't occur to me to look at this movie from just the idea of a backstory <laughs> of the Joker. And it's like once I actually said that like audibly, I was like, maybe I should take it, take a look like that. It just made perfect sense of just how fucked up he was and the things that led to him being the person he was. Um, so yeah, crazy. But I thought the movie was well made. I thought he played a hell of a role, and like he had to like physically lose a lot of fucking weight for that movie.
0: Oh uh, yeah, he, was... uh, he
1: looked like sick.
0: Yeah, he was uh, um, wet rags. Like he was. <laughs> He was a mess. Yeah, but I I, th- I thought it was damn damn good, damn good. What, what was your thoughts on it? Um, same. Um, I walked away very impressed. I, I it was not not the same caliber caliber of movie, but it was one of those things where I walked away like that was a really great character study that was just about a character from the comic books, which is how I felt about the Dark Knight movie. I was like, that was a really good suspense thriller, but just about batman and the joker (laughs) Mm -hmm, so
1: um
0: yeah i thought i thought it was really good really well acted um it was one of my favorite movies of the year i I thought it was um it it gave me a lot of vibes from like um a lot of 70s scorsese movies like taxi driver like it it, Mm -hmm. it just i thought it looked amazing like I couldn't. You couldn't really tell what year it was supposed to take place in, but it felt like to me. It felt like the seventies. New seventies in New York um, was what it felt like. Um, but yeah, and and it was uh, it was a totally uh, unique story. Um, there's been little work done on uh, the backstory of the Joker, which I think actually helps that character because the idea that giving the Joker reasons for his behavior kind of takes away from his behavior. If you feel like, Oh, the Joker is crazy because of this. Um, Whereas if like in the comics and shit is like the Joker does wild, crazy violence, ridiculous shit, just because he's a wild, crazy, ridiculous motherfucker. Like it makes it crazier. It makes it wilder and better if you don't really know why. And it's just like, that's just how it is. So, I think that's probably why there's not a lot of backstory. Like, there's no, there's no definitive Joker origin story. There's just like the Killing Joke, which is, um, it is an origin story, but it's, I don't really think it's considered canon. Like, this is actually, like, how the Joker was created. There's just every now and then people do their own kind of little origin story thing, and that's what this was. But this wasn't, you know, based on anything in the comics or anything like that. It's just an original story, and I thought it was. I thought it was interesting. I thought it was entertaining. And, um, it was a richly deserved, uh, Oscar win for Joaquin Phoenix for sure.
1: Yeah. He, he, he definitely knocked that out. Um, I, I I thought it was funny that, you know, they, uh, of all the two black people that was in the main, uh, or supporting characters, there were two people from Atlanta, the TV show. Oh yeah. Uh, and I thought that was, that was kind of cool. Um, but yeah, I thought it was a great movie um I, I was just like, man, he is really fucked up and it goes in a, a, a time where it, you know I feel like we're probably we're taking mental health a little more seriously, but it just shows in that time um people were pretty much just over medicated and just uh underlooked <laughs> overlooked yeah. uh and they cut fun they like fuck it and then his mom was actually fucked up too, so you know yeah, I thought. And I don't know the part. I don't. I no, don't, nah, never mind. I'll go say something, but it's, I don't want to. don't do any spoilers for it. But uh, I, I, I definitely thought it was definitely well made, though.
0: Yeah. Uh, did you have any kind of favorite parts?
1: Um. I don't think nothing really sticks out. I think it's just his time on the TV show when he finally goes on the TV show. At the at the end, and he fucking uh basically face kisses homegirl. <laughs> I don't know why that was just funny as fuck to me. But uh, uh, other than that, I didn't really have uh I, the, some of the favorite parts I have are just weird because there's like spoilers and shit. So I don't necessarily want to actually tell the movie. But I well I will say his interaction with homegirl was interesting to try to and then try to figure out what was real and what was not after you figure out that some instances weren't real like with his are, dealings with her
0: there are theories that wonder if the whole movie was was real really yeah cuz like at the end he's like in a, uh in his one of his therapy sessions in like the mental hospital and like there was something that I can't remember what it was but there was something at the very end of the movie that made people wonder if the whole the whole thing was something that he fabricated in his head hmm. Based yeah, I on some I things, I've only in the, seen it the one time, but um whatever it is, it holds water. It, Based on, I, I remember yeah. when I watched it, I thought that.
1: Well, I, I did. I did leave it like I don't know what the fuck is real and not just happening right now. Like I can say, without can't even do it without really spoiling it. I feel like we should do a deep dive on this episode on this and just be a do full of spoilers. I would love to talk about that. Maybe we can consider that for the future. Um But yeah, there's certain aspects I was just like. Is this real now or not? And then you know, yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm
0: not worried about spoilers because the shit is, the shit's on. Like once it hits Blu-ray or uh, digital, it's like, oh well, you just got to eat these fucking spoilers at this point. All (laughs) Um, right, so.
1: All right, fuck um, it. So he's in a he's in a police car, and then all of a sudden uh, the ambulance hits, and then he's just like this martyr sitting on standing on top of cop cars, yelling at the whole crowd. I didn't think that was real. I just think he was just in a cop car going to jail. Like that whole part, okay. I feel like didn't happen. Um, okay. And that's so that was one of the parts where I felt that that didn't happen um, with that.
0: Um. I don't know. I hadn't considered that. Um, I'd probably have to watch it again. Um, I think the only thing that I didn't consider real was the part that was obviously not real, which is his relationship with old girl. Um, but when I saw no, the very I end of it, because I thought it was real at the beginning. Oh no, I did too. I'm saying like when I say obviously, I mean obviously because they made it oh, clear in the movie it it that was
1: Oh okay, gotcha. Okay, I'm sorry. Okay. No, gotcha. I thought it was real too. I mean, I'm I was like, sitting there I'm like, like I'm like shit. I know you watch a lot more movies than me. I'm like, damn, you really caught that? I'm like, fuck. Oh like, like, hell fuck no. I'm I'm no, I didn't
0: catch that. <laughs> I mean, I was sitting there suspicious. I was like, <laughs> okay. how is he pulling art? like? Right. Like I was sitting there like being a hater. <laughs> like, well, I, I didn't know it was fake. Oh shit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was like, um, this Randomly, my favorite part, and it was one of the very few parts that was meant to be funny, was when he beat the shit out of that one dude. He killed that one dude, and that midget was in there, and the midget didn't know. <laughs> I'm sorry, I said midget. Uh, didn't know if he was going to let him go. And he was like, yeah, man, go ahead. You always been good to me. And then my man walked the door and couldn't reach the fucking lock. <laughs> As soon as you
1: said that, that just automatically took me to that part. I busted the fuck out laughing when he couldn't reach
0: the fucking lock, dog. Because it was like, it was one of those laughs where it's like, this is funny, but it's also scary because you just don't know. Like, you still didn't know, like, is he going to kill this dude? Like, did he let him go because he knew he wasn't going to be able to reach the lock and he's going to kill him at the door? Like, I legit was like, I don't know if he's going to kill this dude. But, like, man, when he got to that door, couldn't reach the lock. I was like, oh, man, bro. Because <laughs> like, uh, that think was such a tense he, scene anyway. Yeah,
1: it was. I mean, he, you, I, I knew, I felt that the big guy wasn't going to live long throughout the movie. I felt at some point he was going to get got. Um, and so when he came to the house, I was like, oh, he's definitely about to get got. I didn't think in that fashion, but I thought he was going to get got. But then when he, when the, the little guy tried to walk past and he jumped at him and was like, oh, I'm just playing or whatever the fuck he said. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, oh shit. And then when he couldn't reach the door, I'm like, oh man, he really going to get him. But then he didn't. So I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Funny shit. I think, like I say, it was meant to be funny, but I think it was hell in that. that Cause that was such a suspenseful time. Cause at that point you don't know what he's going to do. And, uh, Little man was looking a little shook. I mean, you just saw a guy getting ni- uh, sitting the fuck up in the face. Like, that's a that's a, a moment to kind of be fucked up about.
0: Yeah, yeah. no. I said that was a really tense scene. Like, that was scary. And you felt bad for that dude because he was so nice. Like, he was so nice to him the whole time. And then I was sitting there like, man, is he really gonna kill this dude? Like, I was mad nervous. And then he walked up and he can't reach the lock. It's like, oh, bro, <laughs> Like, he's like oh shit what's gonna happen so it's like it was like I saw it funny it was just like (laughs) oh
1: I saw him going to the door dude and I was just like wait a minute wait a minute and then I just bust out laughing as he starts to hop up and he couldn't fucking reach it like ah this is terrible I shouldn't be laughing at this shit but it's funny as fuck (laughs) ah man yeah that was pretty good yeah but good movie though. He definitely deserved uh anything he won for that. Um he definitely did a hell of a job in that. So mm, excuse yeah, me. for
0: sure. Um So
1: No, oh, I'm sorry, go ahead.
0: No, I was gonna say, what was the other thing? But I, oh, you I, I joker? Did you have something else? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Nope. I'm um, done. So, what do you want to talk about with that? I put it on there as a topic just because I knew you watched it, but I didn't know if you were going to want to talk about it or not.
1: So, I didn't really have much to say about it until yesterday when I seen your boy tweeting about the shit. Like, come on, man. So, for those who who don't watch or whatever, John Jones fought. Um, He he won by decision. It was a little skeptical. I don't really think he should have won by decision. I don't know. It's like, so... You have those championship... Those fights go five rounds. For the most part, most people say that he lost the first three. Uh he, Most people say he won the last two. But I'm like, unless championship rounds are rated higher than fucking regular rounds, he didn't fucking win that fight. No. <laughs> and to him to go on Twitter yesterday talking about how he was, you know, so fucking good in those fucking rounds and shit... I'm just like, it, it gotta be a fucking build-up for the rematch, because ain't no way in hell you just turn from, I, I mean, at least on the interviews I've seen him, he seemed to be a, 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 a level-headed individual, but to go to that shit, I just was like, that just seems weird as fuck. It's just off as hell. Like, I don't, you probably see more, more of his inter- interactions on Twitter and stuff like that, but, but did that seem, like, in character for him?
0: Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> Okay. No, yes, it's in character. But I think that everything John Jones does or says is very, very, very calculated. Um, he's he's probably defending his performance not because he feels like he needs to defend it, but because he's trying to build up heat for a rematch that they both probably know is going to happen. Like I feel like, I feel like he's just building up heat for that. Like everything he does is so calculated, uh, and like I just don't, I don't see him. I feel like there's no way anybody could watch that fight and think he won it. I just don't, I, and I haven't watched it again. Maybe if I watch it again, um, I'll think like, oh, that was closer, or oh, I can see how somebody won. But like watching it live in the moment, I was like, okay. Dominic won the first round, but it's cool. There's four more. Second round, oh yeah, he he won that one too. But all right, that's cool. <laughs> Third one, I'm like, oh yeah, he might have won that one too. <laughs> like so, just watching in the moment, I was like, yeah, he got them first three, and then the fourth and the fifth, I was like, well, he looks mad tired. John should, John should be able to finish him. John should be able to finish him, and he didn't finish him, and he had a good like I said, John had like well like they said, John had a a good fourth and fifth round, but like, um, to me, uh, if, if, if Dom was as tired as he looked, John should have been able to finish him. Um, I feel like right now, I don't really know what to think of John Jones. He's had three consecutive wins, but they were all unimpressive. And I feel like he's kind of become more of a defensive fighter than an offensive fighter. And, you know, a lot of people kind of like do a little bit of both, but I feel like he just does a lot of like keeping his opponent at bay with his long reach and his long kicks and all of that's kind of meant to keep his opponent far enough to where they can't actually uh, build up an offense. And that takes away from John offering up offense. And in this fight, he was not, at least in those first three rounds, was not able to stop Reyes from landing shots. Like Reyes was touching him up in those rounds, especially in the first uh, and uh, some portions of the second. Like, John was slipping a shit ton of punches, and the nigga has a chin, but like, uh, he was getting touched up. So, I mean, that night, it looked to me like easy three rounds, first three rounds for Reyes, and last two for John. But I'll watch it again at some point and see. But I'm, I'm more. I'm more interested in what happens next because all the talk, and I I said this before the fight, I was like, no matter what, I think John Jones is going to move up to heavyweight. Now I think he needs to not move up to heavyweight. I think he needs to prove that he still has what it takes to move up to heavyweight because, like I said, he's had three straight unimpressive wins. I'd like to see him fight Reyes again or fight the winner of um, the fight that's happening this weekend. Um, this weekend has um two very high ranked light heavyweights who are fighting uh each other <clears throat> and one of those guys both of them actually have been in talk had been in talks to be his next opponent prior to Reyes getting a really early knockout of his last opponent chris Weidman. so um these two guys that are fighting this weekend were both on the possible next John Jones opponent list. So obviously one of them dudes is gonna walk away victorious on Saturday and either that dude should fight John or John should fight Reyes again or he should fight both. Fight Reyes again and fight the winner of Saturday's fight before he moves up to heavyweight. Cause right now I don't really know where he's at. Like he's technically never been beaten but his one loss was a DQ where he was beating the shit out of his opponent, and then, as far as I'm concerned, he was beaten on Saturday. But technically, he wasn't beaten because he got the win. So <laughs> uh, his one loss, technically, he was winning. He he was winning that fight, and then yesterday, I mean Saturday, should have been his first real loss, and it wasn't. So interested to yeah. see what happened.
1: Yeah, I mean, Red, I I didn't know nothing about him, and I was just, you know, uh, objectively against him because I like John Jones, but I definitely gained a lot of respect for the guy. He um, He 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 was giving Jones the biz, but he just tired himself out, and I think I think John Jones was was that was his anticipation, that was his strategy, was to really tire him out, but he wasn't doing nothing with it. <clears throat> no. Like like. Every so, what's the round? Are they five minute rounds or three? How, how many minute rounds? Uh, Whatever, it is. five. Yeah. So it was like the first three and a half minutes, Reyes was going hard, and then he would just fall off, and then you would just be waiting for Jones to just capitalize on it. And he just never fucking did it. I mean, granted, fourth and fifth round, he he started. Uh, it like he was attempting to, at some point, but he just never really did it. And I just kept waiting, like, when is he gonna do it? When is he gonna do it? And he never did. Um and I like I say, I was content with Reyes winning by decision because I felt like he did what he had to do in the first three rounds to do it. I'm like if you win three rounds, as long as you stay alive in the second to two rounds, I feel like you should win. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it's it's you know, you just at that point you're 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 not playing to win, you're just playing not to lose. But if you get that lead, you know, you just kind of just, you know, make sure you don't get choked the fuck out or knocked the hell out. And you should be good unless you just get pummeled for two fucking rounds.
0: But yeah, that's the only way—like two ten-eight rounds where you just get the shit beat out of you and somehow make it out of the round. Yeah, but dude, no, no that, one's that no is. one's taking
1: that for two rounds and not getting fucking knocked out. So that's not really going to happen typically or whatever.
0: <clears throat> yeah, so. there's been. I listened to uh, Ariel Hawani's podcast today. Well, I, not all of it, but most of it. And um, he had, well, I listened to it today, but the podcast slash, it's a TV show that is also a podcast, uh, takes place on Monday. So it takes place, you know, two days after after the fights. And he had Reyes on there. And uh, Reyes was saying that, like, he did feel like he was up. He had won those first three rounds. And he was being kind of strategic in the fourth and fifth to exactly what you said, to make sure he don't get knocked out or submit it because he felt like I'm up three. I'm up three rounds to none going into the fourth. Like, as long as I don't royally fuck this up, I'm good. But the main question, and uh, Ariel asked this of every person he had on the show, um, how they feel about the idea of open scoring, where like they announce the scores at the end of every round, so you know where you stand. So, in the round one, three judges, ten nine Reyes, ten nine Reyes, 10-9 Reyes. So now he knows. So, theoretically, at the end of the third round, they go 30-27 uh, Reyes. He knows, like, oh, I'm, I'm good. The only downside of that is, like, if you're, if you're the person who's up big, the, the opponents of that will say, like, you could essentially tank and just, you know, make sure that you just don't get hit no more <laughs> and kind of run away. But, like, fighters get penalized for purposely avoiding contact. So, I don't really see that being an issue. So, I think it should be... That you probably have open scoring, and everybody that they everybody that he asked about it said that they would like that. Um, they also talked about getting away from the current scoring system anyway because it's modeled after boxing, but boxing only has punches. That's it. So that scoring model looks like who won the round gets 10-9 score. It's easier in boxing, but like uh, MMA has. Um, punches, kicks, grappling, submissions, uh, octagon control, like, uh, all kinds of different things that factor into it. So, like, they talk, they talk about wanting to change how it's scored or have an open scoring where they know where they stand at the end of every round. Um, I'm a fan of either. So, I hope that'll happen because there's been a lot of... There were three fights that night that were scored horribly by the same fucking guy like so <laughs> yeah there's there's definitely a lot yeah, of like i'm i'm curious and that do, guy cost race a championship do,
1: do they do they find guys under that or they just not have them uh score other i'm not sure how that works when you have something so uh situation like that
0: from what i heard uh through the podcast it sounds like they just fucking have local local fucking uh judges do the shit so, like, I always assume they just had staff judges. Like, these are the people who re- who judge UFC fights just like they have UFC uh, referees who ref the fights. Like, I see the same fucking referees all the time to the point where, like, if I'm watching, like, a Bellator event, I'd be like, oh, I remember that referee from UFC. Like, referees change fucking jobs. And I'm like, okay, they they have staff referees. I don't know why they don't have staff judges. Because apparently, this fucking guy who fucked up three scorecards that night, uh, I don't know, some fucking rando, but like, I know Ariel was like, this motherfucker needs to not ever judge an MMA fight again for the rest of his goddamn life.
1: Wow. <laughs> like, he, royally
0: a fucked up, he royally fucked up three cards, <clears throat> three fights, sorry. <clears throat> like, he's he judged the uh, Reyes, I mean, he judged the John Jones Reyes fight uh 49 46 he had john jones winning four out of five rounds
1: like there's no fucking way john jones won four out of watching? five rounds <laughs> that was not that fight Doug. there's no, no fucking way
0: no, no way. fucking way he had uh yeah yeah he had all kinds of bad bad uh uh scores yeah he, he fucked up three fights pretty bad
1: I feel like he was like tweeting and fucking judging at the same time or something. Like He had to miss a lot of fucking shit to be able to come back. Did you hear? There's at- a
0: part where there's a part where Joe Rogan said that he was like, none of the judges are watching the fight right now.
1: No, I didn't know. He-
0: yeah, he said that. He was like, they're all looking at their phones or something. He was like, none of them are watching the fight right now. And I, I can't. I don't know if that was during John's fight, but um, I don't think it was during John's fight. But it was during some fight on the main card. Like, Joe Rogan is like, I'm looking at the judges now and they're not even fucking watching this. Like, what are they, what are you doing? What are they doing right now? Like, he was mad. Nah, that's
1: like I said, earlier
0: in the night, they were fucking up, they were fucking up scorecards on the prelims. So already they were like, Ro- Joe Rogan had his eyes on him, like, yo, what the fuck's happening with the judges? And like, yo, he was, he was heated, dog. Like, they're not even watching this fight right now. Like, what is going on? Oh, yeah, I would think that
1: I would think the judges would not even have phones to be able to do shit like that. Like their sole job is to watch the fucking fight continuously and do their job. Like I couldn't imagine them having been able to have phones and do shit like that. Like it's just too much on the kinda, table for that
0: shit. I kind of doubt they were looking at their phones. Maybe they were looking at something, or they, or they definitely weren't watching the fight. I doubt they were looking at phones, but, uh, <laughs> but whatever the case may be, he said that they were not watching the fight, and all the announcers sounded appalled. Like what the fuck is happening right now?
1: <clears throat> yeah, he may get blackballed though. His name is not going to ring well in the in the in the uh, fighting community for judges. So he probably uh, did. He probably did his last night uh, for a judge.
0: Like Reyes has been super cool about all this shit, but at the end of the day, those those three judges cost him, like. The biggest opportunity of his life. He was about to. He he would have gone down in in combat sports history as the first guy and, to actually beat John Jones. Like right, the and first and let's not actually beat him. And he lost right.
1: that. And, and let's not just blame the one judge because the other two judges had it. No, closer. the other two judges
0: got it wrong too. Yeah, <laughs> they just, so they, they got it wrong, wrong as well. So they just <laughs> yeah. was le- they they
1: just was uh, less wrong than than the main judge was just wrong wrong. But they all got it wrong. They all got it wrong, and, I, and that was just a definite tragedy because he should have definitely uh, won that fucking fight. So, yeah, they all can fucking really kick rocks with that.
0: Yeah, it was, so. It was disgraceful.
1: So, do we have any fights this weekend?
0: Um, I don't think so. Well, I mean, there's the the UFC event that I mentioned earlier that has the uh, the headliner is two high ranked light heavyweights who are essentially fighting for uh, the next shot at John Jones. Um and there's a couple other good fights on that card. So um that's a solid card for uh fight night. Um I don't think there's any boxing. I don't think. And then we got obviously Wilder Fury next week. So
1: Ah yes. So next week could be Super uh next weekends could be pretty fucking dope. Next week next next week really is gonna be cool, especially from Thursday on. So you got uh are you still planning on going to uh Royce's um uh uh-huh. Release party?
0: Yeah, I just gotta find time to head down there and get those tickets.
1: Yeah, I might try I'll to
0: make that a weekend move if the box office is open on the weekend.
1: Yeah, let me know because I definitely want to get one, or if I somehow just somehow able to make it down there, I'll let you know. But it seems unlikely. Uh, but if you do, let me know. <laughs> I don't know. I gotta find out when they box office because if it's open after like five, I can just go down there after work. Um, yeah, but I definitely not I'm spending fucking ten dollars in fees for a twenty dollar ticket. Um, on fucking line, it kissed my ass. That's ridiculous, that's ridiculous. dude. That's fucking ridiculous, dog. Ten dollars? That's half the cooking cost of the ticket.
0: Yeah, that's that's insane. Like, I'm not. I'm definitely not doing that.
1: But yeah, yeah so man. Royce's release party is Thursday. So we actually we'll be we actually record before that. Um, if nothing else, something pop something pops up. But. Royce's, I'm looking forward to a new album. I've been liking all of the the singles so far from Royce. Um and so that should be dope. Like I say, we got uh Wilder Fight uh Saturday, so it should be a good weekend. Hopefully by next weekend my fucking bathroom is finished. So um <laughs> I, I need that to hurry up and get done. So uh it's been a hell of a fucking uh, last week or so. Um we got anything else?
0: Uh, no, I think we can wrap up. Uh,
1: looking at topics, yeah. So, yeah, I think we're good. Um, uh, as always, thanks for listening. you uh, have any questions, comments, do we have any com- Did we have any emails?
0: No, I'd, I'd definitely put that out there if we did. Okay,
1: um, email us at, um, what up podcast at gmail or find our Twitter page, what up the podcast or find our Facebook page, what up the podcast. Um, other than that, we we'll see you guys next week. Yep.
0: Peace. Peace.